Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I want to bring on someone who will be our live correspondent from from London. Maybe not. I'm just putting it on him now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, from Mail Sports, Alex McCarthy is here. Hi, Alex McCarthy. You're muted. <laughs> He's talking trash again. I mute your mic, Alex McCarthy. I've got kids, man. They're running around rapping. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I said Jeremy's got me on retainer for Money in the Bank. That's what that's what I'm hearing. Live Basically, out and Drew McIntyre news. Joel is giving you a terrible nickname that I refuse to acknowledge. I'm not going to say it, uh, but yeah, Drew McIntyre and, and Money in the Bank. That's what you're here for, Alex McCarthy. Yes, you are our Drew McIntyre. Stop it. McIntyre. Cool. Yeah. See? Cool. Not approved. Not You can't use it anymore. The man himself doesn't improve it, so you can't use it, Joel. Sorry. Got That's shut down. Good. It's still funny, so it still gets no. used. To me, awesome. it's still funny. We're still going to use it. Alex, I, I have a very important question right off the bat. We only ask the hard-hitting questions here on this mm. show. How come Al, uh, How come Michael Cole didn't mention you by name on SmackDown? He, he shouted out the, the outlet but didn't say Alex McCarthy. So I got beef with Michael Cole for not actually mentioning your name on the show. He's, afra- he's afraid of me, man, isn't he? He's running. He's running. Will you from the punch him day. on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Michael Cole better watch out. He doesn't want none of that. that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, normally um, WWE kind of give you the heads up if that sort of thing happens, but I had no idea until people told me the next morning. So, halfway there, halfway job for Michael Cole. You can can call him out. Call him out in the press conference on on Saturday. Be like, Alex Parthy, Mel Sport. Uh, you guys didn't acknowledge me um, mm. last, last say, Friday what? on SmackDown. Can you please acknowledge me now? Tell, when Ask a question to Triple H. Ask Triple H to acknowledge you full circle from Clash yeah, of the Castle. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I'll probably hope <laughs> it with, couldn't, couldn't go much worse than my last one, guys. Uh, you remember me. Um, I, I was at the WrestleMania press conference. I just didn't ask anything. I thought, I can't be bothered. What, you couldn't acknowledge the Tribal Chief again? Uh, funnily enough, he was loaded with questions and he was in a much better mood that time than he was in Cardiff. But, you know, there <laughs> we go. How was the vibe out there heading into Money in the Bank? I know it's early, it's the week of, so uh, it, I'm sure it's going to be different come end of week, but uh, what are people looking forward to it? You know, here's a little scoop ski for you. I, I was speaking to Sean the other day and, um, you know, the infamous, uh, you know, like bus journos that, uh, you know, the BT bus that was going around and stuff. They're, they're doing a bus themed media event again. Oh, get WWE, excited. Do we know, do we know who's on the bus? Think, WWE seems to think these are a hit. I don't know why, <laughs> but they do. Oh, um, you, mean, you mean the company that puts the, the old double decker buses on the stage at every single UK event thinks and the red phone box, Joel? Don't forget it. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, did, you, did you say who's, who's on it, Joel? Yeah, uh, do, we, do you know who's on it? Talent-wise, I think it's the oh, yeah. Prophets and Bianca, I think. Don't know yet. 
you know how these weeks go. Could get there and it'll be like super crazy. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, it. I know that we've got, obviously, they're doing legs of the UK tour, as it were, like midweek. So I know Sheffield has somewhere. And so, like, I know Becky and Seth are doing a bit of a media tour um, together in unison. I think they're hitting all the big hitters, like Good Morning Britain, which is not a great show. Um, <laughs> but they're also going to talk sport, my old stomping ground, um, Virgin, stuff like that. And yeah, I'm hoping to speak to a few. I'm hoping to speak to Becky on Wednesday and maybe <clears throat> Dom and Rhea on Thursday. And then everyone, well, this, the, uh, the SmackDown talent anyway, will be there on Friday for the media. The Raw talent don't get into the Saturday, I don't think. But yeah, it's, uh, it is coming up. You know, it's kind of that, that now that Forbidden Door and all that stuff's out of the way, we can kind of, you know, look at money in the bank. And it's a good summer for the UK, man. When you think All In, we'll bookend it as well. So I'm hoping this week kicks off the vibe right. Um, two shows I'm looking for. I always look forward to getting down at the O2, to be fair. The atmosphere is really good. Are, are we going to see... Pillows? Sorry, are you going to steal one of the pillows from the bus? It's from the bus? No. Yeah. I have, <laughs> yeah. I have stolen a pillow from... Uh, so WWE like to put on these, uh, what's the best way to describe them? They're not VIP events, but they have like a free drinks thing, like an hour beforehand for like, it's basically media and whoever got comp tickets, right? And they had Raw and SmackDown pillows there before. I am not ashamed to say a SmackDown pillow got robbed in about <laughs> 2018. And my daughter did not give a shit. I thought <laughs> I was coming home with an absolute, <laughs> look what daddy, no, she did not care. Did not. Care. <laughs> I love We're it. still old. We're still You didn't even know. There you go. These kids don't care about this, that stuff. You give them stuff. It's like, oh, thanks. And then they're back to their their video games and their their way more important stuff than than That's wrestling it. and wrestling novelties out there. <laughs> let's uh, let's ask the real important question here, Alex Marthy. Drew McIntyre. We seeing him on Saturday. Is he going to be on the bus? Are they going to put him and Seamus together? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out Daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards.
Americans. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. They're on the bus and they'll do a bank. But bus. Were, that, I mean, that would sell itself, would it not? Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the, the last time I spoke to him, which was, oh, I don't know, like last week or the week before, uh, he, he, he was hoping to be here. Like he'd already, I know that he'd already arranged to see family and stuff like, when he thought he was coming. Um, so not sure. I mean, I sincerely doubt he's wrestling, but he might be coming over. He, he, you know, you've seen he's still doing charity stuff, and I know they have like Special Olympic stuff, and I know WWE does still have stuff going on this week. I, I need to get the itinerary to hand, but I didn't see him on it for the charity events that they're doing, so I'll have to ask him. Um, but yeah, uh, state of play is pretty much the same, I think. But I know he was hoping to come over, and he was a bit gutted when it looked like he wasn't. Well, when you find out when he messages you of, hey, I'm going to be when when Mustafa Ali, I guess he's not, when Ricochet is at the top of the money in the bank and my music hits and then he has to freeze for five minutes as I saunter down to the ring. <laughs> he met, when he sends you this message, I assume he'll send you that on like Wednesday or something. Please DM me that scoop so I can pre-write that story. I will forward that scoop. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's a Wednesday plan. That's a that's a very in advance plan, especially with the yeah, way in WWE world. Christ, yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's a like a set in stone. We are doing this. He is the guy plan. So, <laughs> congratulations to Drew Brock Lesnar McIntyre. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my dog's going crazy. Will you stop? I don't know if you can hear him. Can you hear him barking away? Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, it's a dog or a kid. They, they all sound the same. Dog. He's, a, he's, a, he's obsessed with shadows. I don't know if anyone's ever gone through this, but he, he literally, <laughs> I posted it on my Instagram the other day. He literally just backs up and he goes, <laughs> he like jumps at it. It's like Gian Cena coming off the top rope. He's, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> he is. He's a real idiot. Look. You blithering idiot. Oh, God. Oh, oh he loves you so much. Oh. oh I feel bad. But yeah, thank you. <laughs> Dog content. I'm here for it. Yeah, Look how wholesome this is. All right. Get back to your shadows. <laughs> I was enjoying them. <laughs> there you go. Two for the price of one. All right, let, let's talk about Bloodline Civil War. Alex, I know you're fired up about this. Mm. We're going to see Roman Reigns and Solus Koa against the Ustos. One, are you surprised that the match, to me, it seems like it's happening a little soon. I certainly didn't expect this to be on Money in the Bank. And two, what are your expectations for this, besides so, cinema? Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you touched on my initial thoughts right there and then. It's like, when I actually look at the card... Um, England typically down the years, I know we had Clash at the Castle last year, but I would say even this match supersedes anything that was on that card. And historically, we have had just like glorified house shows, if you're talking like insurrections, rebellions, things of that nature. Um, this is a match that you would typically, you should see on a big four pay-per-view. And I know Money in the Bank's kind of the magic number five to most people, but still I'm very surprised we're getting something of this magnitude because we just typically don't. It's probably indicative of the way WWE have kind of constructed their pay-per-view plans for the past year. Obviously, we've spoken at length about how it's benefited them not just doing, you know, whatever pay-per-view around America. They've, you know, we've had Puerto Rico, we've had Toronto, and obviously we get in London here, and it seems that that 
adds an extra dimension to to whatever the event is. Um, you know, and this time, really, all of Clash of the Castle was predicated on Drew and Roman, wasn't it? And it you know, they've got homecoming for Drew. It's a different fucking country. But um, at least this time, Pete Dunn is kind of in the money in the bank and he is the the hometown hero. He's only two hours on the road, Birmingham. It's not, you know, it's not exactly Scotland to Wales. Um, so you've got that. And I think it would have been fine if we just had the two money in the bank matches and, you know, whatever. You know, the rest of the card looks pretty good to me. And then to add the Usos, Roman and Solo onto it, it's like, woof. Uh, I do agree with Jeremy, though. I assume that this is the next major beat before whatever they plan for SummerSlam. But presumably, Roman will defend his title at SummerSlam, right? Like, kind of missing out on the title defences at the moment, which, um, you know, WWE will just, yeah, we'll do what we want for a while. So, not too sure where they go from here in terms of... Cut it out, man. In terms of, uh, you know, like, like presumably the Usos don't win. I mean, that was just kind of just that's just open and shut case. Then, right? It's like, where do you go? Um, there's no gold on the line or anything, so it's just like probably the long-term goal or gain. And I did allude to this at WrestleMania. I, I would not be surprised if the end story is Solo Sokoa, like he slowly turns and he becomes the one who faces Roman and eventually dethrones him. Is that the right thing to do? I don't know. But I would not rule out that that's where they're going with this since really, when you think about the bloodline story, a lot of it has been lifting up the bloodline. Look where the Usos are now, particularly Jey Uso and Solo having emerged. He's only been around since Clash at the Castle and he already feels like a top tier, you know, maybe not the top bracket, but he's certainly in that one below. He's main event in shows. I think if, uh, you know, Cody thought it was his story, <laughs> but it might be a Samoan story, uh, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. So I think that will be the ongoing dynamic in this story, though, right? Like, it's the Usos against their family, but Solo really is their brother, right? So it's like they, they need to dive into that a bit more as time goes on, and eventually maybe they turn him, or maybe they all turn on Roman and Roman's the baby face. I, I don't know how that works out, but... Romans do a baby face run. They could make solo. Pieces are there somewhere. I've been banging this drum since he said it at WrestleMania, and I've said it on the show a hundred times. Roman said that the story is about his family. The mm. story is not about somebody else. It ends when he elevates his family. And he's he said it flat out. So yeah, that everyone was so fixated on the bottom of the third reference. And Triple H saying the story doesn't end, that they completely glossed over Roman essentially telling you that this story isn't about others. It's about his family. It's about the five. And you know what's funny there is that we all thought, and I say we all, me, that The Rock, right, was the one to make the story for Roman. When in actual fact, Roman's kind of showing he didn't need The Rock to do anything. And he's the one making the story for everyone else. So yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting play. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Uh, am I am I wrong to say that there's a TV deal coming up in the UK as well with WWE and there's some rights negotiations? I don't know. I don't. I mean, the BT Sport themselves, and I'm not furiously googling as you say that to me. Um, oh, that's all right. I wasn't uh, going to put you on the spot. But the TV uh, 
BT are changing. I don't know if you've seen this. Like, you know, uh, Warner Brothers grabbed them, so they're changing their name to TNT Sport. Um, and I do believe at the end of this year is the WWE TV rights, end of 2023. Um, and I think that was a four-year deal. In, in You know, the thing is, when BT picked up WWE, I, again, I, I know I realize I'm going to say some networks and stuff here that you're probably not familiar with in the UK, but really, there's Sky <laughs> and there's BT. That's pretty much it. I know America has a grander landscape than us, but um, in terms of potential homes for WWE, it's like terrestrial television, which is like the BBC, uh, which which it wouldn't ever be, ITV, um, Channel 5 had some highlights for a while, and Channel 4 had some pay-per-views back in the day. Like, that's what we call, like, non-cable terrestrial TV, just five channels, basically. Um, so BT kind of picked it up because Sky Sports had had enough. They had been the long-standing partner for, like, 30 years, and they just had no interest in paying a premium for it. So I don't think BT even really had to bid hard to get the WWE rights. But the interesting thing now is BT have been, uh, they obviously housed NXT UK for, for a while, which, you know, at their expense. Um, and they have been a really supportive partner of WWE in that regard. But now that there's new ownership, there are murmurs of like, hmm, are they as invested? I know there are some people on the WWE side of things who, uh, you know, and I'm talking this in like production and social media or whatever. <laughs> that are looking for other, other opportunities and stuff. So that could be an indicator. Not sure how fixed on wrestling the new landlords are for BT. Yeah, the reason the reason I brought it up is because, uh, like you said, Sky was Sky was the, the player back in the day. They were airing most of the shows. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I have this information in my brain. But uh, at one point, the, Sky, the, the news was that Sky was upset with WWE not putting a serious uh, amount of time into UK programming when it came to. You mentioned it. Like, there hasn't been a legitimate pay-per-view in the UK since, uh, what it was it, Insurrection. And that was 2002. So we're talking, you know, over 20 years ago. Uh, so... I wouldn't be surprised if part of this was part of their uh, their rights negotiation play. They did the same thing in Canada, by the way. That was part of the the Elimination Chamber deal with Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. Was the the deal with uh, with Roger Sportsnet is starting to come to the to the last few years of it. So they want to figure out what the deal looks like. But also, similarly to how it is in the UK, in Canada, there's only really two major sports outlets, and one is owned by Bell, which is one side and the other one is owned by rogers which is literally the only other side so we are uh, and by the way bell carries aw programming so the odds of one keeping both are very slim um but it, it's just it's on my radar and that's something i was thinking about because it is a big event that's coming to the uk and it's uh, an opportunity for for wwe to say hey look at us we actually give a yeah. shit about you guys again i mean there's no doubt they've been dialing up you know we, we, we've had a good couple of years out of wwe um post-pandemic sort of world but um you know i mean sky as far as i was concerned were like kind of done with wrestling when they let go of wwe because even when the original AEW rights deals were coming around nobody really thought that sky sports were even in the running for that um but in the sort of three or four years since then bt sport have taken them over in so many ways like bt sport has ufc you know, um, Eddie Hearn and their boxing left Sky Sports so Sky doesn't have the monopoly it had 
at that point. And also, like, BT has all the Champions League football and stuff. So, um, Sky might be keen to claw something back. Like, really, they've only got the NBA and and the Premier League football, really, but which they kind of split with BT. So, uh, it, it could be a different dynamic. But, you know, the last time I heard from people at Sky Sports, it was like wrestling wasn't really on their to-do list. Alex, who do you have? Last one for you. Who do you have in the Money in the Bank matches, winning men's and women's? I feel like this is a you know an ongoing conversation with the men, but it probably should be LA Knight, and it probably will be Logan Paul. I, I mean, I I can see why WWE would do Logan Paul, right? Like him carrying around the briefcase and doing a stupid podcast with the brief. You know, like I, I can I can see from there like. Hey, look at our massive belt with our massive logo on it. Mind, why giving it to Logan Paul would be a good decision. Uh, and to be and frankly, he's he's usurped all of our expectations, hasn't he? We can we can all freely admit, like, um, could be interesting, I guess. But to me, LA Knight is in one of those rare spaces where he's organically over, which doesn't happen too often, as we all know, where the crowd are actually asking for it and. Sometimes you should just go ahead and do it, right? Um, he seems the most viable option to me. I mean, I, I, I fucking love Pete Dunne, but, you know, he's a bit part player in his own stable at the moment. I can't see him being Mr. Money in the Bank um, as much as the crowd will be behind it. Shinsuke, zero steam. Uh, Santos Escobar, zero steam. Uh, these are all good people that I want to watch, Ricochet included. But it's like, okay, realistically... Who's going to do something that's going to be of interest with the briefcase? Jesus. Um, I, I think LA Knight really is the pick, but I wouldn't be surprised given how WWE handled LA Knight thus far. I mean, a, a clean win over Rey Mysterio was very shocking last week to me. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they just if they just went with Logan Paul. They'd probably see a higher upside. And the fact that LA Knight's told us that there were some reservations about his age and Vince is meddling in every thing right now I don't know but then you know the reactions the reactions might be his saviour who knows who knows but it's not a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination they don't care about reactions how about the women there you go Um, (laughs) but sorry you you asked about the other one Uh, for the women I mean Becky's the the biggest star by yeah absolutely and and Trish I guess but uh, they've got their own little story to fuck each other up. They don't need the briefcase, maybe. Right? Uh, that's that's what I'm thinking there. Um, Bailey can't catch a break for anyone's money these days. And, I mean, I'd like to see EO get it, personally. I think that's the next gateway star to the main event that would actually make sense. You've got Oscar as a champion as well. Possibly don't need the briefcase to get to Oscar, but still, it gets a legitimate way there. And then you've got the infighting with Bailey of, you know, Bailey really wanted it and maybe you have a feud that way because, let's be honest, damage control. They have not been booked great. Um, so how often, how long do you keep that going with Dakota Kai injured? Um, EO would be my pick, but then would I be surprised if WWE parlayed it into the Becky and Trish story? No, no, I wouldn't. But what if Trish Stratus wins the title or wins the wins the money in the bank? Well, this is what I'm saying. She could. I know. Story. What if? Um, I love Trish though. I wouldn't give a shit. I'd I'd back <laughs> it. 
Uh, Alex, thank you for your time today. Anything else you want to discuss money in the bank? Anything, any comment headline you want to hot take, you want to throw out there less than a week before money in the bank? Oh, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I'll, I will say, I think this is, you know, arguably on paper, the best pay-per-view the UK have ever had from WWE, right? When you look at the bloodline match, which I mean, all right, I'm not going to compare it against and talk. but like you know in terms of like star power and uh, and you've been a big time feel definitely up there i think cody and dominic's going to be more fun than people anticipate um i'm, I'm here for that it's i don't know man I, I i just feel like having the the two ladder matches and seth super over right now like it's, it's got all the ingredients for a super fun pay-per-view which again Clash of the castle was was good it was like the next step but maybe this could be something even further from that. And then on SmackDown, they've kind of loaded that up too when you've got, you know, Charlotte's match. And, um, it, it's, it's like a festival weekend for, for us, which we haven't had for a while. Because you remember, they normally tape in America and then come over here. But now it feels like uh, even even a small thing like that, right, having SmackDown live here is, uh, is a bit more like, hey, the UK is important, maybe. So we'll see. But otherwise, man, I'll, uh, I'll just be keeping you guys up to date with my uh, my movement this week. I understand I'll be running into the uh, Mr. Fightful himself, Sean Rostap, at many, many occasions. You, yeah, won't you, need, you won't need my scoop, Jeremy. You won't even need no, it. No, no. I, I talk to Sean too much. I'm tired of talking to him. Will you share eggs with him, though? Will you, will you take him to the best egg, egg restaurant in the UK? Is there a joke here? Like, does he not like eggs? <laughs> no, he comes on our eggs? show every day and just like shows off his eggs. All this man eats every morning is eggs. So and you've got to treat him to the best protein. egg spot in town. Protein. Big omelet guy. Protein's yeah. important. Oh, I'm a ham and cheese omelet guy. Egg slot is great. L- listen, I know you've got them in America, but still, I'll show him. I'll show him. All right, there we go. That's that's the real scoop we need. How what Sean Rossap feels about the eggs in in the UK. Alex, let everybody know where they can find you at this week and and all all time. <laughs> in, uh, Alex McCarthy eighty eight on Twitter. Uh, obviously, I'll be dropping all of my things as I do them this week on there and all coverage from the event. So feel free to stop by and catch me there. And otherwise, you'll find all interviews that I do on Inside the Ropes video form. Uh, we also have a podcast with myself and Kenny called Break It Down, where you'll find audio, like Seth, for instance, didn't have video, audio, so if you want that, you have to go there. Uh, and all the written pieces will be on Daily Mail, forward slash WWE. We're so dated, we haven't even called it wrestling yet. Um, I'm working on it, guys, trust me. <laughs> it's okay, the ESPN article from CM Punk also went up on the WWE side once upon a time, yeah. so I get it. <laughs> it happens, it happens, man. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Alex McCarthy. Cheers, guys. Always a pleasure. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.